how's it how's it been be your first week of being 30 it's been shit so a couple of things have happened um number one bumped into the guy from the very first story of the podcast um if oh. we need a reminder um was, was that the guy that you, that you were staring at as willie was it that one no no, no. was it no, the it's... home was it the guy with no teeth <laughs> no. well, I don't know where we are in the, um, no, just keep it in, in, the, in the Freuder expanded yeah, universe. No, yeah. I think there needs to be a wiki page or something for it. No, this is the one that dumped me during the act. Uh, oh dear. Yes, oh, no. bumped into him um, on Monday. Uh, that was fucking delightful. Um, Did you speak? No, thank God no, but I physically bumped physically bumped into it wasn't even like a I saw him coming towards me so basically I as a grown-up now you know I like to go on on walks um get my steps up take in the scenery it was a lovely day about half past six I thought we're gonna take a little stroll down to the seafront and I'd walked from where I am to sort of like the end of the beach and then walked started to walk back but as I was walking back it was where the sun was actually in my eyes so I'm gonna blame the sun a lot here and I just sort of like clipped shoulders with this blob because sun was in my eyes and I sort of <laughs> turned around to say oh sorry and then spotted it was him and was like Ugh, how dare your your shoulder touch my I mean he recognized me straight off the bat and I recognized him of course um, well, I would hope so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, also, it was a fairly memorable experience. Um, <laughs> so that was that was phenomenal. I'm not going to lie. Up there with the greats. Um, and then, what else has gone on this week? I mean, it's been, I've put on seven pounds in a week. Or two wow. weeks. In a week? Maybe two in a bit weeks. But well, yeah, eating, it's been... Um, eating butter or what's going on? Yeah, I've kind of... Well, there's a lot of baked goods, or at least there was a lot of residual baked goods. I've actually had to freeze three cupcakes. Um, that's that's fun every time I open the freezer um, just to see a cupcake and then Googling how long does it take to defrost a cupcake, which, by the way, is a very good preventative um, okay. because it means it's usually about four hours, at which point I'm usually looking. Do you still want the yeah, cupcake? I'm usually looking really? at the cupcake at like nine p.m. Going, oh, I could really eat that. I think the low point. You were one hundred percent going to eat. A yeah, and that's so. The low point is going to come where at some point I do just chisel it away with <laughs> like a pick. I've, eat just a got, frozen I've just got three cupcakes outside of Ebbing, Missouri, stuck in my head. Now that's all. When you said it was three, <laughs> like oh my god, I love that movie. So moving. Frances McDormand is there. Yeah. She's waiting for her her cupcakes to defrost, and she's getting increasingly frustrated. Yeah, I think it's a great concept. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that's really been it. I did not, and I have still not had my cry. Um, and I don't know why, but I think as well, at no point have I got horrendously drunk. Like I've I've got a bit tipsy. I might have even got a bit drunk, but I've not got to that stage of sad and I've taken a lot of long showers thinking that maybe that will coax it I had a sad bath the other week thinking that might bring it about nothing's happened Did you put... do you have a bath bomb <laughs> in the bath for... how, how, how does a sad bath work you just well usually you wait for it to get like a bit twilighty like not the film but like the just start, the, shimmer, just um, start shimmering um, <laughs> Put in a lot of bubbles, had some Sarah McLaughlin on, as well as some other renowned sad artists. Um, and nothing happened. Dry as a bone, not a tear in you sight. Need to watch, you need to watch that Bo Burnham yeah, comedy special on Netflix I was telling you about. That is very funny, but I feel like it looked into my soul. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> if we're going to talk about looking into souls, I think before we proceed anymore, you need to explain yourself, Chardon. Um, yeah, do we need to address my voice? I think we need to address that mm. fucking elephant in the room, please. <laughs> Dear listener. I mean, there's no story. I'm just a bit... Sucking too much very... dick. No? <laughs> no. Um. <laughs> too little dick. <laughs> Not enough. Dry toast for lack of lubrication. <laughs> I, need... <laughs> I need some medicinal dick. Um <laughs> Get it, no. You can get it prescribed now. You can. Can you? Uh, can that, you? Oh, yeah, that doctor though um, did get struck. Oh, 
Oh, okay. Yeah. I really yeah. for a second then I thought, fucking Kanye, is there a way I will go oh, down probably. to my GP? I, I bet a Nor- I bet a Nordic country does prescribe people. Um, oh my god! You know, in like Victorian times, you know, they used to women used to go to the doctor with hysteria, mm-hmm. and they'd be cured by like a doctor operating on them with like a vibrator for a while. Yeah. Which I mean, sweet sweet gig. I mean, I'm feeling it. a bit hysterical. You, I can tell. <laughs> you always, it's hard to tell, honestly, for it. The, 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 the litmus test is so confused. Um, yeah, I don't have a story. Uh, I've been a bit sneezy and hay fevery and, uh, started to lose my voice. Yeah. So, um, I sound f- fucking awful. Yeah. So just apologies. And as we established as if, as if, earlier, it's not even the sexy kind of losing no. your voice. No. no it's still, it's, it's not. almost a bit prepubescent. So yeah, sorry as if the sound quality on the show wasn't dismal enough. I sound like, I don't know, like a dead cat or like I'm on the verge of tears or a combination of the two. So, soz. Sorry about it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And then I guess the other elephant in the room is Phil. That's rude. Yeah, I'm saying it. Stand by it. Lockdown has actually, I have gained a few pounds significantly. <laughs> haven't we all, Phil? Honestly, haven't we all? Haven't we? Look at all. I had to put proper trousers on the other day and I could barely, you know, you're oh, just pyjama bottoms or jogging bottoms, which I own jogging bottoms and it's hypocritical because they've never been jogged in. But <laughs> yeah, understood. Uh, I, and I had to put buttons on and honestly, I had to do that kind of dance of breathing in and holding the. Yeah. What do you call a man's fat that hangs over his? What do you call a that? Gok. A gok. He's a chef. Isn't he a, mm-hmm. a chef? No, gok is a fashion, fashion guru. Yes. Well, a woman's a gunt, so a man's got to be a gok. Can't yeah. be a gig. Well, I prefer genus. 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 I like. See, I've got that a... awful thing at the moment where my my bras are no longer fitting to the point that if I overly stretch my arms. Like a nipple pop out the bottom. Because, wow. like, my bras are now so small for me and I refuse to buy new ones because I don't know how often I have to wear one. It's, like, once a month at the moment. <laughs> exactly. So I refuse to buy new ones until I know I'm going to have to wear them consistently. They're not even quite resting on the piece of skin under my boob anymore. They're just kind of hovering, oh. you know, when they're not quite connecting. Like I, That's not good. I'm You're going to get some chaffage. I'm sat here and my fingers are under my bra right now. They're not... And that's... I'm not pushing them. They're just not touching skin. <laughs> Welcome to Intimate Hour <laughs> with Freuda. <laughs> I'm sat here and my fingers this... are, in fact, under my bra. <laughs> We've got a happy can... voice and bra talk in the first five minutes. That's really going to get a certain crowd going. People are going to explode. Maybe this yeah. is what it's we've been, been missing. Year. Maybe this is what will yeah. shoot our listenership up. Yeah, hashtag that. Yeah. Either way, you know, as we said before, guys, I am available. There is space under my bra. You know, I own some flowers. There's space for you under my bra. There's space for yeah. You. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a room there's room in my life under my bra for you. I think everything Freud says could be a, a Kate Bush song. You know, there's space under my bra. Uh, and then could you could you tell us what that might sound like? Yeah. Um, I don't. How does I only know like obviously Withering Heights and you know yeah. can you feel my <laughs> Withering Heights yeah. that famous song? Um, yeah. <laughs> Wither whatever. I um, think the only but... thing. It, well, how does that song even go? I don't know why they win. That's it. Yeah. I think I only really discovered that song. There is room for you under my bra beneath my titties. That's what it would sound like. And then a nice piano chord would take us to the to the bridge. Anyway, you're seeing me tomorrow, so this should be. I am. Of your life. My God, I'm oh. so excited, so no, freaking excited. Oh yes, you're going to a, you're going to a vagina museum. It's not it's not yeah. my bag. Um, uh, I, if there was a ball bag museum, maybe. <laughs> well, there, this is the thing: is that there are around the world several penis museums, 
so this group got together and were like, well, there ought to be a bricks and mortar vagina museum. Yeah. So we're going to go. Let you know our review next week. I went to a sex museum once. Actually, I've been to. Yeah, I've I went to, to the sex two. museum in Amsterdam. I've been to one in Barcelona, I think. It was a school trip, and it was the you could either go to a sex museum or look around a football stadium. And oh well, so the two genders, yeah. sex yeah. or football. So uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I went to have a look around the sex museum. Um, yeah, did you learn anything? Did you come away with knowledge? Well, any sort of like tips? Um, well, no, just anything. Was there anything to your? teenage eyes that was brand new information like is there something stand out where you went and you went huh didn't know that before um it was so i'm i'm 32 in a few weeks so it was about 16 years ago but i do remember so it it was kind of like a vagina museum and i i'm not a i'm a i'm i don't they're not my thing um got nothing against them got nothing i'm you know i'm i'm not anti-vagina um i'm just not i'm not particularly pro i don't know it's how not your dish of choice it's not it's not it's oh, fine it's not my it's not my um uh, proclivity but your weapon of choice my weapon of choice and indeed yes um but yeah i went i just remember thinking oh oh that's that's nice and i was i was trying i wasn't out at the time um so i remember being had to sort of keep up with the um the laddie kind of um, chat you know yeah. when it's like they're like oh look at that one i'm like yes look yes let's look um at that one <laughs> um, that let's one go looks... stare deep into the soul of that one yeah yeah it's like that yep, one yep, looks yep. like the one that i saw last week you know it's that kind of it's very much jim and the um in the you know in american pie where they go it feels like a bag of sand or whatever like someone's boob yeah. oh no that's 40 year old virgin yeah and then they're like a bag of sand yeah. so yeah. i was very much yeah. I was very much like that and it's like yeah that one looks normal and <laughs> fine so yeah but um <laughs> that's one healthy vaguder yeah love that um, love yeah. all of yeah. that well that's what we're doing tomorrow and then we're going to go see a yeah. show afterwards and hilarity and will be had and i i'm just very looking for i have bought a new outfit um oh what, what is it yeah i have gone very bold though i have bought a white jean oh i've got some white jeans <laughs> oh my god the pure joy on your face there phil no, so i i bought them and i've never worn them I've never yeah. worn the white jeans because um, I'm going to talk about this. You're going to worry about your period. Well, no, I worry about the back end. So like, I'm going to talk oh. about. Um, so I've never been brave enough. Not that I, you know, not like 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 a, you know, when a you you give a baby a nappy to wear overnight when you're sort of like potty training. I'm never brave yeah. enough that I could go a whole day wearing white jeans without something going on. Do you know, I might. Right, I understand. <laughs> I have purchased to go along with the white jeans. The outfit tomorrow is an absolutely... This is major tangent, but you're going to have to stick with me on this. Okay, major tangent. Um, You know in films, TV programmes, music videos, the man and the woman have a right rollicking laugh in the evening. And then in the morning, the woman gets up and she wears nothing but his shirt. Oh yeah, the boyfriend shirt. Not a fucking reality, by the way, because the men in the films are not that big to have a shirt that goes all the way down to her fucking knees, okay? Not a reality. And when you come into the world and you get a boyfriend and you think, oh, in the morning I'm just going to wear one of his shirts, you're not. You're not. You're not going to wear one of his shirts because it's literally going to cover your belly button. Your, Your minges are flapping. It's not. thing. So I have bought specifically bought an oversized a, a boyfriend, shirt. boyfriend shirt that I'm going to wear and I can just if anyone compliments me on it tomorrow I'll be like that's my boyfriend so he had sex last night <laughs> my boyfriend's a pro wrestler that's <laughs> yeah. why it's so my massive my boyfriend's 30 stone <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's actually Rick Waller from Pop, yeah, Pop Idol can, 2002 <laughs> so to your point Phil the shirt does come down pretty much mid-thigh. So should I shit myself spontaneously come on my period or, you know, whatever else could happen All at down once. there? Yep. All, at, All once. at once. I am covered by said massive shirt. That's good. Welcome to Misery Loves Company. The podcast dedicated to those moments in life so tragic, so embarrassing, so pathetic or frustrating that the only solace is that they make a good story. We are your hosts, Chardon. And Freida. <laughs> <laughs> Pivot to lay there.
Yeah, there's major delay. I was actually just about to suggest should I leave and come back in. <laughs> should I leave? Well, no, because I've got like a major delay. I've got like a good two second delay between your mouth moving and the sound coming out. It is like getting the Eurovision results, isn't it? It's very yeah. much. Hello, Telephone! I love Eurovision, but Amanda Holden was awful giving our results. Awful! Right. Didn't she say something quite offensive she, she or something? She said she spoke Dutch and French and went, oh, I don't even know which one's which. Um, so that was very, that's very nice to Great. all the French speakers. We're xenophobic, yeah. just in case um, you didn't hate us enough already. Yeah. Oh, my God. I am upset that I missed it, but... Oh, I, so I, generally, it was when anyone too. misses Eurovision, I think it's a sort of a homophobic hate crime. Just to it was my it birthday. I was at my own party. Why did you not have it on? It wasn't my party. Like, it was my party, but it wasn't my party. I don't understand. It was for me, not by me. Fair enough, but a, a normal, non-homophobic person. <laughs> yeah. <in the> <laughs> yeah. Is this recompense for my judgment? I feel Maybe. like yes. this is just... Yeah. 100%. Everybody's atting me now. It's Pride Month. It is yeah. Pride Month. Yeah, it is Pride Month. I it's know just... it's Pride Month, for fuck's sake. I follow Bimini Bomboulash. Do you think I know it's Pride? <laughs> Well, you can tell it's Pride Such Month. An ally. You can tell it's Pride Good. Month because all the banks have changed their fucking logos to really <laughs> yeah, of support. Of course, us. we are like old maid raisins. Really support the gays. <laughs> change their yeah. their logo to a rainbow. Yeah. Like yeah. the to... winners of Eurovision were so hot. <laughs> this like I'm, metal band. I'm confused about he's he's he was born in 1999. No, I, I was born in 1980. What? Yeah, I was born in 1989. And I, yeah. always, I always see people and I go, always think they look like adults. And he looks like an adult, but he was born he in... He is an adult. But he was born in 1999. He's, yeah, that's I know disgusting. it's sad, Phil. I know disgusting. it's sad, Phil. But he's 22. No. Listen, we've got to let the kids enjoy their Eurovision wins. They've got to do their... I think Italian... It was, it was like a Rocky song, wasn't it? Yeah, Italian rock songs, aren't It was very glam rock and leather costumes and stuff, and I was 100% here for it. Yeah, to be fair, I did. <laughs> Sexy, androgynous, twinks, jumping around the stage. I think I do follow him on Instagram now, just to... And you, I don't know. But you I mean, scroll... my, I was rooting for Daddy Freer. Yes. Uh, oh, yeah. Who we're also guy. going to see next oh, year. Yeah, next year. Next, like, February or something. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, I... yeah, we're going to see them in Brighton. Yeah. No, right, anyway... I mean, Queen of the Tangent over here is trying to ship you two in shape. What are we here to talk about? Phil, why are you here? Oh, Tell us your wares. Why am I here? Well, I've got a few, I, I've got a few stories. I, obviously, time permitting. Um, <laughs> so I, I do a lot of travelling for my job. So often these stories do take, uh, take place in different continents. Um, and sorry, I was just thinking of a pun to do with incontinence because some of them involve that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, that's that's know, the episode so, title right there. Yeah. In, in, so yeah, these are like incontinence. Incontinence. So yeah. Yeah. So I've, you know, I've I've got a weird, like, really strange, like, health background, and like I've had many a colonoscopy and many a thing to like investigate. Delicious. Things. Yeah, and you know, like a few dodgy moles that I could talk about and you know but you know, I just like I've got a real health anxiety now. So I'm just I'm just gonna and it started sort of years ago before I had like weird moles. So I travel I used to travel to India quite a bit and uh to you know Mumbai, Delhi, Bangalore, whatever, uh as with part of my um job. And my job is kind of kind of sales, I would say, trying to get sort of people to, you know, come over to the UK and, and do things like that. So um, it is a poo story. If you're ready for a, a poo story. Yes, no, I know always. That... Yeah, when, when Phil first got in touch, I was like, OK, it's not that long since we had... Um, Ellen. Ellen. So let's leave a little gap between poo stories, <laughs> but... I, I think I sent you a, a list of all the places I've kind of passed poos, like, accidentally as well. I think good thing about um, travelling is and sort of writing itineraries, I can give you exact locations of where I've had, <laughs> had various poos. Um, Track it back. 
Um, so, yeah. you know, I, I, Risk can assessed. Say, I can say specific locations in California where I've pooed myself. I could say specific locations <laughs> in other states where I've pooed myself. I can almost pin it down. If you were to get a, if you can do a flight tracker, I can tell you pretty much where of the Atlantic I shit myself. So it's that kind of uh, thing. And it's not all health related. Often it's drinking, food poisoning, or um, sometimes medication <laughs> side effects. So when you said incontinence, I really thought you were being hyperbolic. I thought, well, he's not actually going to present enough data that I'd... Yeah, you're fucking incontinent, mate. So this all stems... So I had a really... Which I will talk about in detail. So and I, <laughs> In gritty detail. Um, so basically, I had such bad food poisoning on the story that I'm going to tell you about is that basically my arsehole has been changed forever. So you know, you know, like um, uh, that Wicked song, you know, like forever, you know, when like Glinda for or good. whoever is singing, yeah. for good, that's the one. So it's yeah. kind of like, I have that. Uh, Jordan changed. knows it well. You're going to change the meaning of that song for us so massively. I just yeah. love that, like, singing beautifully, I have been changed. It's very much like that. <laughs> I have like a... Yeah. Try and find a soft wet wipe somewhere. Yeah. Please give me some comfort. Basically, and I still have um, like you know like random stomach cramps from all this and this kind of stuff. But it all stems from one food poisoning uh, episode in oh, Phil. in Mumbai uh, as well. So I was out I was out in Mumbai for work, um, you know, chatting about. And sometimes you have to go to offices to see people and be polite and talk about you know the thing that we're trying to promote slash sell that kind of thing. And sometimes people will come and say, hey, do you fancy something to eat? Do you want some dinner? And in India, yeah, you go, yeah, cool. So, you know, obviously you've got to be very, you know, sensible, drink bottled water. The rules are basically if the food isn't steaming, don't have it. If, it, if you can't peel it or boil it, don't eat it, that kind of thing. Um, and so I've had obviously all the injections. I've had everything, you know, to get to India, make sure I'm safe. But sometimes you're in a situation where you've just got to go, you know, do the sort of, you know, the the, the cross and, you know, just hope that everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm in a meeting and they go, hey, do you, do you fancy some food? And usually like, you know, a dosa or something might appear later. And I love Indian food. It's brilliant. You know, there's so much variety. He says, oh, actually, no, we're going to go to a restaurant. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting paid to go to a restaurant. Brilliant. Lovely. I'll, I'll go. Go to a street food restaurant. And I, I look at the menu and I say, oh, you just order for me because, you know, I don't know what's good. You know, um, I'm not I'm not too sure. So food comes delicious food like these little um, idlis, I think they're called, where you get sort of pastry and sort of food inside. For context as well, the bloke that um, I'm having a, a meal with is um, a specific sect of Hindu, which is Jain, which means they don't take anything like garlic, onions, so nothing that's pulled from the ground. And they're also vegetarians. Okay. So, and this was the first time I've heard What's of that. What's left? Nuts. Well, yeah, exactly. So we have, um, yeah, you can have, you know, anything that falls off trees, but you can't have like garlic or onions, which is big flavours in Indian cuisine. So I was like, well, this is brilliant. This is, you know, really nice. That's fine. We have lunch, whatever. Go back to the office, more meetings, etc. And oh, I just, oh, oh. it starts. Sorry, I'm I'm just, just, I mean, I can wait, feel wait. it. I can feel it coming, well, I, and I just—you you can feel it. I can really feel it. Like, oh. so my stomach. <laughs> so you know, there's a bit of a delay between mouth, stomach, arsehole, uh, as well, which will be the name of my. Which will be the name of, <laughs> which will be the name of my first album. Um, the, holy, the holy trinity. The holy trinity. Mouth, stomach, and arsehole. Um, <laughs> In the name of the mouth, the stomach. And the arsehole. To be honest, it's what I look for in a mouth. Oh, you know, a mouth, stomach, <laughs> and arsehole. Stomach, arsehole. Um, so, yeah, so, mouth, stomach. So, my stomach starts a rumbling. And so, I'm in South Mumbai, and my hotel is probably an hour, hour and a half away with traffic. Um, oh. So, 5, 6 p.m., we finish up in the office, and I go, oh, my... My stomach. And I've always got emergency emojium with me. You just do. I've got rehydrating salts. I've got off salt. I basically am boots when I travel. I've got everything, mm-hmm. everything that you'd ever need. Uh, so it just makes your life easier. I've always got, a, also, I've always got a spare pair of pants with me as well, just in case, um, you know. Very wise. Ellen could have learned a few things yeah. if he'd have had yeah. 100%. your yeah. attitude. Exactly. And honestly. I, 
And to be honest, the spare pair of pants has come in handy since this this um. um <laughs> so Lord. So I called an Uber. Um, Uber, you know, wait time, whatever. It says it's going to be about an hour and twenty minutes back to the hotel. And I've, I've popped, I've popped an emoji like their Tic Tacs. You know, I'm just like shoving them in, um, <laughs> oh, making no. sure, and you can just feel it rumbling. Blind you know? it all up. Yeah. Keep it in. Exactly. Um, I don't want a kind of, you know, a dirty protest inside the Uber. So I get the Uber, and it's a, mm. it's a small, it's a small car called a, um, it's like a Tata, which is like a very small uh, car in uh, India, because um, it's the cheapest Uber. Have the sweat started yet? The I just want to check. Starting. The sweat is starting. started. But the thing is, when because it, it was India in sort of the summer, you don't really know right. whether it's sweat, sweat, poo, sweat, you know, or you know, <laughs> depression, <Yeah>. sweat. <laughs> you know, you don't. But then know. I don't know. I think a poo, <laughs> a poo, sweat is a very, very specific sweat. I oh. do you know? What? I've never on the Venn diagram of sweats. So I'm pretty sure they were all, mm. you know, they were all melting in. So. I mean, it my, it's a hot pot, a hot pot of different sweats, yeah, you know, yeah. maybe the indistinguishable. Hot, fair, maybe the hot pot gave it. It we could have been that. <laughs> thing, um, so I'm in, I'm in my car on the way back to the hotel, um, and the bloke is chatting to me because you know it's like I'm a an Englishman. You know, talk to me about his family, whatever, and I'm just like, yep, yeah, really interesting, but I'm gonna shit myself. Um, but I'm not I'm not verbalizing this I'm just going that's great brilliant wonderful okay that's interesting yes I I can see the lovely architecture Um, and there's always like a weird context in India um, because you know me the white male and the whole kind of colonial past there's always like a weird thing they always they sometimes you they mention it in in the taxi and talk about you know India and some of them are pro sort of you know the the what the British did and some of them are very obviously negative and they always try to ask my opinion and I'm not in the position to give an opinion about <laughs> colonial India because we are woefully undereducated about the whole yeah. business. And also, so... yeah, my position is I'm going to shit myself and I don't want that. To be my... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want Much that. like the British did with your country. Exactly. I've invaded your space exactly. and I'm going to we, shit all we over could it. We do a whole sort of like podcast about how it's, like the awkward things that I've been, because you, you just don't know about the history in different areas. Yeah. So on the way back, and I have managed to make it sort of back to the hotel. That's been an hour and a half in the taxi. Um, oh, well. so Impressive. brave. Um, so and making conversation brave. as well. It's like yeah, my idea of how. So oh, know, pow. Just for the record, for the tape, um, this was between Tuesday the 25th and Tuesday the 27th, <laughs> 2018 in February. So I know the exact date. <laughs> Because that's I, I checked my hotel records and that was when it was. So Your Honor, Your Honor, yeah. So it was then. Um, so I get to the hotel and I'm like, okay, I'm cool. And you've got to do kind of the walk between. So I've been in one position, sitting down. Mm-hmm. It's gonna, and you've got to do the walk, like Absolutely. it's like a pre-walk of shame. So you're danger walking, zone. Yeah, you do, yeah. You are. You're very much. And t- before you get into the hotel, you've got to go through like an airport style scanner. So, because obviously Mumbai had a few, oh. uh, they had obviously oh. they had you know terrorist attacks, um, the famous one in sort of South Mumbai, and <clears throat> um, so you have to go through an airport scanner. I go through, and they they get the scanner out, and I'm sort of just there standing, and uh, you know like arms out, legs out, thing, bags gone through. Are you can't even like clench? No, I can't because you I give my ass a moment of brevity. You know, I give it like it's it's space to breathe. And I'm not sure what's sweat, you know, anyway. So I make it through. I make it through to the hotel. Now, customer service, there's a lot of people in India. So there's a lot of people doing different things. So there's loads of, you know, people saying, hello, sir, how are you? They'll know your name, this kind of thing. You know, do you need help carrying your bags? And I'm like, no, no, no. I just I just want to get to the room. Just want to just want to have a, you know, it's a five five star okay. hotel, you know, relatively oh they uh, put the effort in then apologies relatively relatively um posh um and go through but it's kind of like it's like a famous chain in india so i make it to my room i've made it and you know i i you know do my business do my business and it's fine (laughs) did you make it to a toilet i made it to a toilet yes i didn't just um drop trowel on the floor uh, the floor because it was also it was a wooden floor as well there wasn't any carpet which was actually to be fair would have been better for the, the situation do this was it a bad 
was it one of those where like you know when you can you can see a toilet you can feel a toilet in a in a in a close location like it quickens your stomach yes. quickens and then like yeah. you do that awful thing where you're trying to take your trousers down and it always takes you longer than it would do on any other yeah, given yeah. day and it's like it starts to kind of like poke out because like it your air can or like your bum cheeks almost fill the air and it kind of goes like it's time to party yeah. <laughs> so very very much so my bum cheeks uh, as they have been before were like it's time to it's time to it's time to do this like you know yeah. let's get down let's get down to business did that absolutely fine <laughs> drink my water rehydrate blah 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 have you know i'm not hungry at this point so i go to bed i'm no. clean i'm clean i'm fine i go to bed um so i i don't i'm a bit jet lagged because you just always are because you're doing lots of flying lots of flying around right um i am awoken by a Basically, I wake up and I've shit the bed. <gasps> oh, and oh it, no. And it's I, a fancy hotel, so you know those sheets were like brilliant white as well. Yeah, oh, and no. they, they change the sheets every day. You know, they're fresh. Um, and I've I've shit the bed and it. I, we don't need to go into consistency, but if you were going to say onion gravy, I wouldn't be against it. Like, it's that... Oh. Um, <laughs> woken by the shitting or do you think you were woken by the shit starting to go cold i was woke oh I, was, I was woken by the action because i i was woken by the action of shitting okay so i'm thinking okay. shit i'm away <laughs> i'm away for work in a five-star hotel and i've shit the bed i go oh fuck i've shit the bed and <laughs> it's it's just it's just coming it's coming i haven't even got the embarrassing bit yet because you know I'm, I'm this is all private so far but I've kind of like, you know, the, you know, the bum gravies are flowing. So I make it to the, uh, I'm kind of like, you know, it's, it's just going, it's kind of like, so I, I managed to get to the toilet, but there is kind of a Hansel and Gretel trail like going. So, you know, oh, no. you, you know where I've been, get to the bathroom. I'm doing, I'm, I'm in the bathroom. It's kind of a wet room as well. So, but that room is now, you know. Anyway, it's got there's poo central. It is, it's very much like yeah. you've dropped. It's like you've dropped a yogurt and it's sprayed everywhere. It's that kind of. There's <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. Oh, so visceral. Oh. So I'm doing this, and I think oh, I should really get those bed sheets changed, shouldn't I? Because I've just shit the bed. So in my kind of haze of poo, food poisoning, whatever, there's. Now, often you get it in Indian hotels. I don't know if it's just this one because I stayed in this chain a lot. There's there's a, a phone next to the toilet, so you can you can ring up <gasps> um, concierge, ring up whoever from the toilet. And there's also a hose because um, toilet paper isn't used as much in um, South Asia, so, so you can like clean yourself with a hose. And at the moment, I'm kind of on the phone, sort of, and I so I rang up saying, "Hi there, could um," and this is bad. I, can my um can someone change my bed sheets please? Fucking hell! I would, I would one hundred percent wash them myself I first. I'd be, I'd be like, I mean they're gonna be dirty, but at least they won't be fucking chunky. Like yeah. I would try to get rid of as I mean, much of the evidence. But as then, possible. having said that, it's India. I'm sure they fucking get people doing this all the time. Well, that was that that, that went through my head. Like I'm not the first. Like white, white, white person, person to shit themselves in this hotel. To shit the bed. Like this must happen. <laughs> I must be the third of the night. I don't know. So you know. Yeah. So I ring up and say, "Can can I can I can?" I? Like yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can, we can do this. And I'm still, you know, a blue ting. Cool. I'm drinking the there's so much bottled water in my room because there just always is. See, hold on. You hadn't waited to finish your shit before you called for a bed seat change. No, because it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna finish, Freuda. It was gonna keep coming. <laughs> There was no, there was no finish point. There was, there was, it was just gonna, it was, it was like a waterfall. It was, I was pretty much putting water in as it was coming out. I was very much like a the water cycle diagram you draw in um, geography. I was very much. <laughs> oh my God. You were the, you were the, you were the mountain. Yeah. <laughs> the water yeah. raining down yeah. and then going down yeah. the stream. And then you know, I don't know where the Oxbow <laughs> Lake would come into it, but I'm sure there was 
some kind of <laughs> there always is but yeah those oxbow lakes always sneaking up and they're coming over here stealing our jobs anyway so <laughs> so i was i was doing this and sort of ran up and then you know you get the knock at the door and oh, they... i can't i actually don't think i can cope with this one okay you say this every week <laughs> i know but i'm picturing it now he's on the toilet shitting his guts no. out his bed is his white, his crisp white bed is covered in shit. You probably just got some poor, really polite woman going. Mm, so, bed sheet change. No, it wasn't a woman. All the um, sort of hotel room staff in India that I've ever met have always been men. Um, oh, thank God. Don't know, don't know why, but at this point, I was quite happy for it to be a bloke. Um, so yeah, um, you hear the knock on the well. It's actually a doorbell. Um, you know, um, then you know they come in to the room. But I'm in the bathroom. Everything. It's fine. I'm in the bathroom. That's fine. There's, you know, towels. There is a trail. So they're going to see the shit trail as well. They are going to see the shit trail. So they're going to be able to find you easily. Yeah. You've just... I'm very impressed with the quickness with which you've just accepted your, situa- your situation, actually. Uh, let's call it what it is. Well done. Um, By the way, well done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll be here all week. Um, but, uh, that it, and it probably comes from the experience of being somebody who's been in this situation before. Whereas uh, I would um, I would 100% no, it's, it's weird. be trying to sort it out somehow. It's strange because you've been in like hotels for like, you're kind of institutionalised in hotels because you might have been away for like three weeks. And you've kind of just you you've gotten kind of like strangely used to the weirdness, and you've got this weird like privilege slash your pain, and it's this weird horrible sometimes space you find yourself in. In, and I'm yes, yes, I. Yeah, but I'm let's sorry. not forget you did you did shit the bed. That does feel like a bit out of the ordinary. Like <laughs> no, but we were just saying it's probably not, is it? You know, yeah, famously the, people. The feel it would have been odd. It would have, I presume, this, the first yeah, time this, in his adult life. This, He'd shat the bed, so you know I understand being in your weird little. I mean, is this is this before? Is this before or after you shit your way across the United States? This is what this food poisoning. This is the catalyst. This food poisoning has basically created my more have to be sensible with loose sphincter. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. a a loose sphincter, which is also my grind name. So, (laughs) um, boys, if you're interested. Yeah, you know, you, it's like a lottery. You never know what's going to happen. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> God. Oh, anyway, it's like a bag of sand. Anyway, so... Um, a bag of sand? <laughs> Sorry, continue. So, oh, Matey lets himself into the room, obviously sees the thing, but I'm, oh. I'm, I'm on the toilet at the moment. So, some of these posh hotels have windows between the bathroom... And the bedroom. So this, Why? So this one had that very much. So picture the scene. I'm sat no. on the toilet, which is opposite the bathtub. And the bathtub is kind of uh, next to a glass wall. And you can see out into my bed. So while I'm sitting there, oh, no. in, in shit, I can see out into the bed that I have shit. <laughs> okay? But did this not occur to you when you were like, oh, I'm going to ask somebody to no, help me? To be no, fair, didn't. what would be worse? Why not? You've got a window right in front of you. You're going to be like, oh, we're going to be able to see each other. Yes, and this was what, this is the crux. Like, I'm, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm stomach cramping. I'm trying to hold oh. down sick. I'm trying to drink, you know, the, the myriad of water and all this kind of stuff. So then I go, then it, then it, then, then it drops. Oh shit! He's gonna see me on the toilet. Pretty much, you know, I'm I'm naked because I'm an I'm a naked sleeper once again. Open sphincter. Find me on Grinder. So um, <laughs> <I'm> a, <laughs> I sleep naked. Sleep naked. I actually like, called you a loose sphincter. Open sorry. sphincter as you've taken it your own way, yeah. there, pal. Open open sphincters. Your Grinder man. So, yeah. uh, but it, it hit you. It this hit is gonna, they're oh gonna God, see this me. Is gonna, this is gonna gonna happen. So I, there is a curtain, and I go, where the fuck is the, the... I know the curtain that closes. I know where the button is from the bed to close it. You know, I don't know where the one from actually inside the bathroom is. And I go, shit, where is the, where is the like, you know, to hide my modesty? And I do find it, but it isn't next to where I'm pooing, because why would you need to close the curtain while you were pooing? You would close it before you get to the... So, <laughs> you know... So it was very much like the safety curtain in a... In a, in a 
in a play in an old sort of like you know proscenium arch. Oh yes, an old proscenium arch theatre one. You know, drops down and you know drops. Down. So, but the worst thing was, so I find the button, but he's made it. He's made it to the bed and he started. And then you know they're very much you know you know when you sort of like walk into a room and you you know you you lock eyes. Oh we no! Lock, we did. We we locked eyes as I was finding the button and it was kind of like the. The curtain was going. So were you like stood up at this point? Like I, I, yep, yeah, I was. I'd found it, and I was, I was returning. But we, we locked eyes as the kind of, you know, the the play on his the view was ending, and that's quite out of me, just covered in effluence, um, while the while the curtain was going down. And then you know he did a great job. He cleaned the room. He cleaned the you know there's still bed sheets full of there's still um you know, towels with shit on in, in the bathroom, but that's fine. And that was, that's that moment. And, you know, he leaves a little note, you know, saying, you know, your room was cleaned by whoever. I, I should have kept the card, you know, so I could keep that as a memory. Um, I hope you fucking tipped this Yeah, person. I was about to say, I hope you gave him a big tip. Yeah, I left, I left um, whatever the, oh, luckily I was checking out the hotel the next day. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I say, I'm checking out the hotel, you know, do this. And I said, how was your stay? And I was like, it's fine. It's, you know, a bit of a dicky tummy, this kind of thing. But I know that I'm coming back to the hotel at the end of my trip. So I go I go off to Delhi, Bangalore, Jaipur, wherever I'm going. I get back to the hotel um, a few days later, check in. And <laughs> so I, you know, get to the room and um, they've given me more towels because they know I'm coming. <laughs> and it's the same guy and he comes and reintroduces himself and knocks on the door and says hello sir if you need anything in your stay i'll be here for you and yeah oh. that's yeah oh, so no. that, that's my india poo story i do have so many other were they just like oh it's mr shit yeah yeah, yeah. welcome back they leave you some adult diapers i was almost expecting you know like crinkly waterproof bedding to be on there as well do you know what i mean yeah i bloody well would have done yeah i mean did you destroy the mattress did you have a look Uh, no i didn't i didn't i didn't onion gravy would permeate it would it would like you know (laughs) don't say permeate yeah that was my bisto moment it was very much the uh, thing but yeah so and ever since then i've i've got a litany of awkward poos like I, I was in i was in a lebanese restaurant on the south bank and i i pooed while eating meze um and i great and I, well whilst you, you were eating it during yep, the action during of eating, the poo came eating. out and you know that kind of and oh that moment <laughs> no that moment. i do not know that. so there was there was no rumbling no build-up no, it was just no poo. it was very much like i was shit I was, outside the body I was probably telling a funny joke and laughing at myself, and I, you know, it just, it just <laughs> that sounds like me. Sounds, I'm fucking know, hilarious. It's, it's classic Phil. Um, so uh, classic Phil. Uh, and I, yeah. So I've got so many others, and I've got, but you know, that was the India one. Was like it was like you know that scene in Bridesmaids where you just have to let yeah. it happen. It's happening. Yeah. It's happening. It, it does remind me of like my favorite dad story. So I, I don't have anything similar to this at all. But my dad, my dad's a guy that's very proud of the fact that he has caused many a muck with shit in public places. Um, he once shit himself in Lakeside. I think he also shit himself on an aeroplane or something. But his favourite is when he, very, very similar to you, went to Jamaica, had street food in Jamaica, then ended up spending the preceding four days in the hotel room, you know, being... And he said he was... Literally going to the toilet and then dipping his butt in the bath, essentially of nice cold water to keep him to keep him cool. Um, and he said it was like the fourth night or something, and he went out for dinner. And you know, he sat there eating the dinner, and the tummy starts rumbling. So he's like, "Right, I need to go to the toilet." But it was just one toilet for the entire restaurant. It wasn't no. men and women. It was just one singular toilet. And he said. And it's just, do you know when you can picture something so much that it it just brings me joy every time? He says he's like getting in the toilet, doing the awkward sort of like trouser dance, you know, because it's starting to happen. And as he pulls down his trousers, he bent forward as if to get ready to sit. And he just shits 
sprayed half of the toilet. Yeah. Inside the cubicle, he said it was all over the walls. So he had to he had to finish, you know, he finished his poop. And then he went. He said he went to like clean himself and the bathroom up. He said, but the the toilet paper was like properly one ply. So like he was trying to clean it off the walls. He just ended up smearing the shit into all of the walls. <laughs> Have, have, and then he literally like got out the got out of the toilet. He said there was just this massive queue of people just waiting for this one bathroom. And he like got out of the toilet. And was like to the person he was with, like put some money on the table. We're leaving. We're leaving right now. We are going. We're going. Get yourself again. We're going right now. I love that story. It absolutely it makes me laugh so oh much. Have either of you ever had a colonoscopy? No. No. So no, I mean it's one of my. I did nearly have to have one. I did have to poop in a pot though. Oh, I I poop in a pot every six months. Um, if they ask. Oh, me, all right. Sorry, I didn't realize we were bragging about how often they, we pooped in a ask... pot. Fucking hell! Well, Go got... fucking star for Phil pooping in a pot every no, six months. Because I, I had a specific type of um, skin cancer, they always have to check like to see if, if my cancer hasn't spread. That kind of thing. Lucky I hadn't. Mm. I get to I get to poop in pots, and you know. If there's any kind of health problem now, they just go, do you want an MRI CT? Do you want to poop in a pot? It's very much that kind of thing. But I had to have a... I'll poop in a pot. It's easier. Yeah, I'll poop in a pot. So I had to have a... In fact, here's one I've got prepared. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, I've got a whole Tupperware. Like, I just bring it out with me. Yeah, a whole little shelf of different colour Tupperware. I can do now. Do you want to see it live? Like, yeah. So yeah. I had I, had to have a colonoscopy because they were like investigating like a, a few things. And that when you get a colonoscopy... Your haunted arsehole. Yeah, haunted arsehole. Yeah. Just making little, like, little yeah. noises through it. I've got the very much Downton Abbey of arseholes. There's so many. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lots of posh people have been in there. Anyway, so... Um, <laughs> I went to private school. So I had to have a colonoscopy, and they give you this, like, drink to drink to, to flush you out. It's and I was like... It's isn't it, or something I, like that. I don't know, but it was actually quite... Tasty, and I was like, actually, yeah. My mum had to do it a few years ago, and it was the best experience of my life. Yeah, but well, so you drink it, and it just makes it you makes you poo. poo. And it's one of. Do you do this at home? You do or it at, at home. I took, I took the day off work, and um, I, you know, did it, and then you know, the day off for the actual colonoscopy. So you you take this thing, and it's the only time I've ignored it and felt so hopeless because I was going, okay, you know, take the thing, and the stomach starts rumbling. It's like I'll ignore that rumble. Do not ignore the rumble. Like it was getting ready, ready to rumble, as Anton Deck would say. And it was, or PJ and Duncan, who knows? So yeah, who knows? And I'm just because I'm sat in pretty much the place where it happened. Like I'm about a yard away, but I was in my dressing gown, so I didn't have any kind of um, gap between myself. And my dressing gown. There was no the, barrier. There was no kind of. There wasn't like a sluice gate. There was no kind of thing. So, and it was, and it just started. So I had to t- take off my dressing gown and unload into the dressing gown onto the carpet. Um, oh, sorry, that's just no. another. And that was just me. And I don't know why I'm telling you this because there was no, there was no one here. Like I live by my, I live by myself. Why? I couldn't make it, Freuder. Why I... didn't you just wrap the dressing gown around you and just quickly hot step it to the bathroom? No. Hindsight's a beautiful I was, thing, I was, you I know. I was very much Paula Radcliffing it and just going. So you literally <laughs> just squatted in your own living room. In my dressing gown. Let... <laughs> yeah. What did you. Did... Could the dressing gown be salvaged or did it go no, in the I bin? I washed the dressing gown twice on a 60. And then I actually put the dressing gown in one of those um, uh, bins that you donate to charity. Cause... No! <laughs> Somebody could be shitting. No one wants that! Shit dressing gown. So, oh there's God. a bit of me that hopes that some... Yeah, well, there's a bit of me that thinks, God, I hope an arsehole bought that. But then, I, you know, so... Yeah, there's some of It's probably just a cute my... old grandpa that needs a fucking dressing gown for the winter has bought it. Well, no, but the thing is, some of those things, it's not like goes to a charity shop. It's like, oh, we're going to take it directly to, I don't know. A homeless uh, shelter. A, a homeless shelter or a, a tent city in Calais or like deepest Africa where people are struggling. Like, so some poor bastard. Should have burned it. So, yeah, that's, I have a real, 
you know, problem. Well, not a problem. It's it's better now because I just you know it's diet and making sensible. But yeah, there's a lot of um poo stories. I was I could have talked about other like you know sex stuff, but you know it's well we'll get you back. Yeah, I mean I don't know. think I can listen to anything sexual after that. I just I don't think my my head, my stomach, my heart, none of us are in the right place. To your hear. mouth, your stomach. I've castle. got a great story about a man wanking <laughs> onto my shoes. That's a great story. He just. But we'll save the wanking on the shoes until another time. <laughs> I know it's a little, a little tasty little morsel. Teaser. When, when you, I have to ask when, like you know, you say in this Lebanese restaurant in the states, when you shit yourself in public like that, what do you do? The, Leban- like, no, the do Lebanese you, restaurant can, was on the South Bank. Just to. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, I was with uh, a friend, actually a friend that you know. Uh, he's like a uni- cool. He's like a uni- He went to the same university we did, and I was sitting there, and we're quite. And I just went. I looked at him straight in the eye. I went, "I've shit myself." <laughs> It'd be the happiest day of my it life. It would have been the best was, day of my life if I was out with you in that. And you know, and he just he, what he did is he like he put he picked up his phone like to clearly text his boyfriend <laughs> to be like. <laughs> Guess what? Guess what Phil's just done? Just shat so, Have you ever considered? And now I think. No, hang on. I do. I do need Phil to answer right. this okay. question. Yeah. So it was a pastor. Of what you do. Um, so shit myself, and I'm wearing grey. <laughs> at the time, I was wearing grey trousers, or so probably about two or three stone lighter oh, than no. I was. So it was, it was, you know, it was, you know, all right. It's probably because the food poisoning just kept coming out of me. So <laughs> I think, oh, oh shit! I've shit myself. So I, I. Luckily, I had a jacket, and I stand up whilst tying the jacket round my waist. So it's pretty much coming up in one motion. Jacket is round, so the pe- well practiced at this point. Yeah, so people I can't imagine. people can't see. So it, people are like, "Why is he putting his jacket on to go to the toilet?" You know, I'm like, "Well, you know." Oh, shut himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's, he's clearly in distress. <laughs> so I get to the toilet, and the worst thing was that you know you always check the cubicle before you go in. This cubicle did not have toilet paper, but I'm already in. I've already, I'm already, you know, letting everything else come out. I'm doing a bit of a, oh, bit of a hatchet job, and I like female toilets have the little bins. Blokes' toilets rarely have the bins in the cubicles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've taken my underwear off, and they, they were quite nice. They were like, um, oh. yeah, they were like, you know, like a nice, nice, like a gay brand of underwear, like briefs and this kind of. Okay, but you wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand <laughs> a gay brand. Does Andrew Christian mean anything to you? No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> but, then, but then, would men's underwear brands yeah. mean anything to me? Gay, straight, bi, whatever. Well, you'd get Diesel and Calvin Klein. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, obviously. but those aren't specifically underwear brands. That's true. But that, Calvin Klein is pretty much jeans than underwear, isn't it? That's their, like... Anyway, Let's not have ruined... a debate about this, okay? You've made it very clear that you're a sexist and we can move on. Well, <laughs> so it's a gay brand. Don't forget you missing Eurovision, you homophobe. Anyway. I was enjoying my birthday. <laughs> so you've pooed all over your lovely expensive gay pants. Yeah. That we and you've got to put them in the bin. So I have to work out where to put... The, the the shitty pants because I don't have my backpack with me because I always have a backpack with like a change now so yeah. so I shamefully you know you have the toilets with the two rolls in right yeah in yeah the thing I I put my shitty pants in the spare roll holder that is criminal and I'm going to tell you for why so my partner we call him the chef when he comes up. Uh, uh, has just taken over uh, ownership of a pub uh, in the New Forest and uh, when they were cleaning the pub when they were getting it ready for new people because it had been abandoned for quite a while like 18 months there had been no punters in this place whatsoever partly because of pandemic and partly because of uh, it just been like there no tenant no landlord for it and uh, yeah they took the lid off the cistern and there were two pairs of shitty boxer shorts in there and it was just and yeah so when did you let, but what he said to me can we corroborate these was, dates just in case i went there let's just make sure and the locations yeah and were they gay yeah. underwear do we know were they gay <laughs> i didn't ask and to be fair um 
the chef, for all his wokeness, probably wouldn't be able to identify. He's not even Diesel or Calvin Klein level, really. It's just TK Maxx and Primark. So, have you ever considered, like, you know how like a lot of people, you know, like, they like to get like the map of the world and they'll like pin it for all the places that they visited? Have That's you ever what I'm gonna get you for your birthday, Phil. <laughs> doing a map of just all the places you've either shit yourself you or like gone really close to shit. Yourself. If I go through the links that I've sent, because when we were talking about me guesting on this podcast, I sent. Um, I, st- I, I text Chardon a bunch of places where I've shit myself. So I text her the map, the Google Maps it. points. So, like, you know, oh I've, <laughs> like the Grand Canyon Skybridge is where I've, I had a bit of a, oh, quite no. an aggressive wet fart. Um, the Amber oh, Palace, gosh. the Amber Palace in Jaipur. So basically, Sheldon, you've got a project. For oh the yeah, of the year I will. Do you know what? I'll compile it and I'll put it on the Instagram. But yeah, so you've got the Lebanese bar here, an unnamed high school. Unnamed high school. Well, I won't reveal, but yeah, a high school, uh, Grand Canyon Skywalk, Gamma Palace. Dropped a pin over the Atlantic, pushed my pants into the waste bin. Yeah. Oh, and in Kiev Airport. Oh. I was pretty. I was ill through security and pretty much shit myself on a transfer bus. Yeah, so that was after. <laughs> so I went to I went to the grand final of Eurovision in 2017 uh, because I'm not a homophobe, and um, <laughs> it was uh, in it was in Ukraine in Kiev. Um, and also, if you're ever writing Kiev, spell it K Y I V because um, that's the Ukrainian spelling, not the Russian spelling. Um, and basically, I didn't realise that the water you couldn't drink because I was like, oh, this is Europe, this is fine, you can drink the tap water. No, it was also no. used to be Russia. Yeah, exactly. And so uh, it used to be yeah, Soviet, and you just radioactive. Yeah, yeah. and I, you know, I we almost went to Chernobyl, but I we didn't have the time because you know. I think it'd be Eurovision. interesting going. To I'd be Chernobyl, so yeah. keen to go to Chernobyl. I, I'm not gonna. Do you know what? With my with my bowels, I'm not gonna give myself any more radiation. No. <laughs> you don't want to have a radioactive poo. I, you know, like imagine if like a spider bit me and that becomes my super superpower. Fucking hell! <laughs> oh, yeah. Super poo guy. Yeah. Oh my god! I totally, for- I totally forgot the embarrassing story this week. So I was writing down some notes of what I was going to talk to you about. So I, I've, got, I wrote some notes and they're here um, of what I was going to chat about. Brilliant. Um, Love it. And I have a cleaner that comes on Wednesdays. Um, every other Wednesday. How bougie are you? You're shitting uh, no, in fucking palaces. You've got a cleaner that comes. I'm lazy. Who the fuck are you? I like to stimulate the economy, you homophobe. So I... Um, <laughs> um, so oh I, so I, I, I wrote some notes on Tuesday and then I... Um, but I left oh, them. Fucking hell. I left them out, so the cleaner would have been out. And it's this, the desk is where I leave the money for the cleaner that she takes. That she takes, so she would have seen like my notes. Like, so she saw all my sort of bullet points, which have been poo, Mumbai, and all these like <laughs> random where the where the notes. Are. So you're make. Can you can you read? Can you like? Is there a list? Yeah, I just yeah. want to know. She probably thinks you're making a diabolical plan of some sort. <laughs> First, I will go to Mumbai and I will shit everywhere. There's some things we haven't talked about. So I've got like obviously like poo, Mumbai, the dates. Um, like I'm some crazy stalker. I've got something about erections, um, jizzing on shoes, <laughs> the list of the locations. I've got you know shitting. You know it's just lots of other places oh I've God, shit. You are coming back. But the worst, the worst thing. So also, it's one of my friend's birthdays next week, and we, I bought her a present, and we were joking like, "What do you want? What do you want?" And I left it out the present that I bought for her uh, as well. Oh my God. Which is still on the desk because I haven't moved it because I wrapped it. Which is a 12-inch rubber fist. <laughs> so, for, for the tape, Phil is indeed holding off a 12-inch rubber fist. Yeah. That is that horrific to behold. No, it's just my, me, uh, a friend, ever since university, I, she mentioned she, she liked someone like a, a, a boy and she, I thought she said fisting. Like she said their name and I thought she said she liked fisting. So I've always bought her a fisting themed present every year for her birthday. So, and the worst thing is, it's like I've, it's the fist is with um, it's, that's just hand, you know, antibacterial hand gel, but it just looks like I'm ready. Oh, so 
Do you know what? I don't think your arsehole needs any more of an excuse to get loose, so don't get tempted to, to try it out. So, yeah, for the type, for the type I'm holding a, anti- like a, a pump-action antibacterial hand gel, um, so it looks like I'm ready for a really fun... Oh, it has been a long dangerous year. evening. I think with that... Uh, it's a great place to wrap it it's a great place to wrap up so thank you very much for listening to Misery Loves Company Uh, if you've got a tragic story of your own we'd love to hear from you you can be a guest on the show or you could send it in for us to read everything's kept totally anonymous Uh, so get in touch with us at uh, miserypodcast at gmail.com and uh, do leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you use it what? what? My internet keeps going really funny. Did you finish? Yes, okay. I finished. <laughs> you bring the misery, we'll bring the company. Let's finish. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're replaced, you're out of a job. Okay, I'm out of a job. Oh, just read it. Okay, our intro music is Zombie Funk by Steve Poloni. And if you perverts want to follow us, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Misery Loves Cast. We've been Sheldon and Freud. Join again in a fortnight. You bring the misery and we'll bring the fucking company.